0: I'm, I'm trying to be an educated person, talking to educated people in an educated
1: way. And here you go—you you.
0: just—you might as well be throwing cornbread
1: at people. You muck. Shut up and don't talk ever again. I am an abysmal
0: little kitteny bitch. Why don't you just suck and jive with some fried chicken? You're killing it. I'm making fun of Al Sharpton on uh, Martin Luther King Day. Good. He, he, stood out he, by. he may be dead. Who cares? <laughs> and you idiots don't ever fucking learn. I had a dream and you ain't in it.
2: Something... Something, something's wrong, man.
1: I thought I was a mushroom for a while.
0: Mm-hmm. And I tried to eat myself. I must get up off my knees. I started the show on my knees today, yes. I get off my knees. I gotta get off my knees. <laughs> <laughs> on, on, uh, on ass fucking with uh, tears and lube and getting killed by blowjobs. You're on the Extreme Gem screens. What do you got? What do you want? Why Why did I call? That's such a shame. You've got such a nice mouth. I hope sometime in your life a cock is very deep in your mouth. I wish that for you. Ah, that's a big, big thing to say. You'll get one and you'll like it, you fat hog. So, all of you moo wearing fat fucks at home.
1: Sorry, so sorry. Anyone listening just made that same look I just did. What?
2: Ah! Mommy, what are you? (laughs) Boo! Boo! Jesus.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard the Stephen James experience here on Radio Network and exclusively on YouTube. With me, as always... Is my lovely co-host in his dapper uh, sea? Ba- that C is not for cunt; it's for Chicago and for Canada. He's he's all about the I'm tonight. I'm about the C's, baby. He's all about that C. Uh, <laughs> he's the biggest C I know, Mister Dirty Irish Mike. What's going on, sir? Uh, I'm doing good. How you doing?
1: <laughs> Bad. Doing wonderful. Uh, it's a good time.
0: So, how was your assignment at the Blue Oyster? You missed
1: uh, I, us on Monday. Yeah, I met a lot of great friends. Uh, <laughs> i didn 't realize it was that kind of a place but uh, I made the most of a situation <laughs> I bet you you did, <clears throat> sucking
0: and jiving right that 's how you got, never mind uh but while you were seriously gone, mm-hmm. you were at your favorite uh neighborhood haunt, mm-hmm. so to speak your your i i can 't even say your second home. You know what's my first your home? Your first home, yeah. Uh, the wonderful Lazy Lanigans.
1: Yeah, the other place I just sleep in.
0: <laughs> the other place you just yeah. sleep. In. I just sleep there. It's a place for your liver to uh, detox. To,
1: yes, in. for a couple of hours. Ago.
0: And something exciting mm. happened, apparently. Yeah, because I read your cryptic tweets sometimes. Because you're you're mm. not or, or not tweets. Uh, Facebook statuses. And sometimes they just don't make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. And so there's like one, uh, if you leave your treasures here, we're going uh, <laughs> to
1: turn them into gold. Or... You are not the first person to ask me that question. I'm so, like, uh, what the <laughs>
0: fuck is happening right now? So
1: it was a reference to someone. Uh, so I had uh, I gone there yesterday, and uh, I got to work early. So I said, fuck it, I'm going to take a nap. And I'm going to fucking head out, grab some grub and grab some beers and see if the boys come down. And so, uh, you know, it took a while. And plus, they have trivia night on Tuesdays. Oh, so. I got to go to that. I got to go to one of those. That's really good. It's actually really fun. Just don't uh, just don't plan on winning. Oh, yeah, um, because uh, I believe for the second week, in a second week in a row, second week, he's reeking. I've got Game of Thrones out of my mind. Oh, geez. Uh for the second week in a row, the same people won. And uh, they go outside on the deck where no one can see if they're using their cell phones for answers or not.
0: That's, that's cheating.
1: <clears throat>
2: so you
0: think well, that there's I don't know shenanigans? It's, I, it's very possible. You don't want to call them out, but no. you're fucking calling them out. <laughs> but I'm not saying. I'm <laughs> just I'm saying.
1: saying.
0: Classic so, uh, <clears throat> line around these parts. So,
1: yeah, so like we were having a good time and everything, and no, I was very well-behaved for once. And <clears throat> there's this... Uh,
0: very. I like how you stress that.
1: <clears throat> very well-behaved for once. For once. Uh, and uh, so there's an, uh, a regular we call him Little Kev. There's this big Kev and his little Kevin. They're both from Ireland, and obviously Kevin's are really tall, and the other one's not so much. So it's big Kev, I would little hope Kev. so. It'd be ironic if Little Kev was big and big right, Kev like and tiny. We call fat guys tiny. <laughs> and uh, so he had asked me because uh, I told him I said, "Oh, I work in Pearl River Store, and I have this whole section with with uh, uh, Irish uh, sodas and drinks and snacks and crisps and all this crazy shit." And he's like, oh, fucking get me this and get me this and get me this. So he gives me money to get his stuff for him. Well, at least he did that. Right. So, yeah, of course. So he's like, uh, so I said, you know, uh, Sunday, I got to work a little early. I go down there to watch the football games when they're happening, see if there's maybe a baseball game for an hour or two, and, and then I'm done. And again, it's just seeing if the guys are around and whatever. So I said, you know, I'm here Sunday. I'm here every Sunday. So I'll bring it to you Sunday. Yeah. She goes, you know what? I'm gonna be here Tuesday night for trivia. So bring it down Tuesday night. Now he's not one of the cheaters. No, he's a good guy. He's a good dude. And uh, he didn't show up. Oh no. But I had brought all his stuff with me. So I have two like shopping bags full of stuff for him and that he paid for. He paid for, and he didn't show up to pick him up. So trivia's over. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to dip into one of the candies, and then when yeah, I go to just, Per River, because it's, it's an assortment uh, bag,
2: yeah, you just and it's take got one. like
1: uh, arrows and milky bars and Smarties, and it's got oh, I said, you know what? I'm going back there anyway, so I'll replenish this bag.
0: Yeah, just going to take Oh, just bag. T- wait, wait, okay. It started with you taking one. Now
1: it's all replenished the bag. Well, yeah, because I'm <laughs> going to open the bag, and I'm going to have the candies, and anyone who else wants one, I'm going to give them to them, especially the ladies. You're just going to get a new bag. Mm-hmm, and I'm just going to get a new bag and replace it. Yeah, and- Mike is all about giving <clears throat> candy so to I'll, the and ladies. I, and I would even tell him, like, yeah, I took one, and I oh, I, I had it last time, and I took one, so here's the replace. I don't, <laughs> I'm not stealing your money. So the other thing that I got... Have you ever heard of Lucasaid? Uh, Lucasaid, mm-hmm. no. It's like a sports energy drink, and it's very popular in England and Ireland. Okay. And it comes in several flavors, but orange is the most popular one. Okay. Uh, anytime you watch uh, a soccer game from England, e- even the World Cup. So they're like they a don't big drink, sponsor they of it? Don't, they're a big sponsor, but they don't drink Gatorade. They drink Lucozade. That's their Gatorade so over that's there. that's their version so of, of Gatorade. You'll okay. see the signs like, all over the place. And it's really good. It's a little on the sweet side for me. but uh, So... <clears throat> I'm showing the bartender. I'm like, oh, look what this and this, this. And I pull out the Lucas and he goes, that stuff's really good. I said, that stuff would be really good in a drink. Huh. So I said, give me a, uh, put this and mix it with vodka. Okay. Now, I'm not a vodka drinker. No, nah, I am not either. Um, it, it makes me,
0: <clears throat> white liquor makes me very angry mm-hmm. or very horny. One like, of the two. And I'm already horny enough, so.
1: It's like the only time I drink uh Vodka is when I'm with my Russian friends, Duh. and the only people I associate myself was my last girlfriend from last year, and we don't know how that went, <laughs> so I'm not really a vodka drinker, and I said, fuck it, let me just try it out, <clears throat> I do a vodka, and it's funny because the first vodka he pulls out is, is it Majorca or Majorska? I don't know how they pronounce it, I'm not, I'm not a vodka drinker. I think it's Majorca.
0: Okay. No, it like, sounds, sounds like the country. Spanish.
1: It sounds like the country, Majorca. Okay. I think it's a Majorska, or something like that. Ma- Majora? It's like, like Majorska. It's okay. something like that. And that's ironically the vodka that my last girlfriend drank. So Ooh. I was like, change it up. No, something <clears throat> new. Something little. And he pours it. I'm like, God, it's too late. Fucking bringing back memories now. So I go, so I'm with another guy. He goes, put fucking Kettle One in it.
0: Okay. Try a
1: different the, kind of vodka. And it's got a little bit different taste. Boom. Nailed fucking it. spot on. Nailed it. It was fucking delicious. I was pounding them now. So now <laughs> here I am, completely sober. I've had like maybe six beers in the last six hours. I'm doing fine. And now all of a sudden it's like, whoosh, whoosh, <laughs> <clears throat> And we don't have a name for it because we don't know if it's. We, I'm sure someone else has, but this might be the first public recognition of the drink. Okay. It's now. Well, it's least, on the airways. It's 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 copyrighted now. At least in the U.S. Correct. Yeah. Um. We decided to call it an Irish Ivan.
0: An Irish Ivan. I like that. Irish Ivan. Now, how likely is it to get these things? Like, it's got to come from. You, you said they have it up in the other yeah. area you work, but it's probably like a limited time type deal, or is it permanent. It's a permanent fixture. So it's a permanent product I, that somebody can go right now and have absolutely an Irish I've, ivy. I've
1: even seen it in my home store, but like they'll get it and then they'll sell it out and then they won't get it for a couple of months because okay. like their Irish section is really small. They're, it's a whole aisle up there, and this thing is a regular product up there. So if you can find it, the orange lucasade. So it has go to okay.
0: It. So it has to be orange. Yes. And, okay, if somebody was making this at home, and, folks, I know we have international uh, listeners. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you guys have this, do you know how to spell LucasAid?
1: I believe it's L-U-C-O-Z-A-D-E. There you go. If you get Lucas's AIDS. Yes. uh, (laughs) After he plays football. Exactly. And gets crushed.
0: Let us know how it is. Send us a video of you drinking, said Mm -hmm. uh, Irish Ivan. That's, that's pretty neat. See, I I didn't yeah. do anything yesterday. I just beat my dick. That's well, I it. did that too. Yeah, right where you're sitting too. You're a bastard.
1: <laughs> you sir are
0: a bastard. I kid. I would never go, you know, commando in another man's fatigues. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> wow. Good call. Uh, no, but, you know, when I go to bars, definitely, like, you can't just be, you have to have a certain amount of credibility in a place before you can just be like hey why don't you try this out right like you you have a certain level of credibility Mm -hmm. there where you can be like hey take this and take this fucking
1: mix it yeah let's let's figure out what the fuck it is so now that was the awesomest part was like i'm just like Shane, can i try this (laughs) And he's like, yeah. And then he stuffs it into the fucking ice to keep it chilled. Yeah. And it was like.
0: So you personally had yeah. it on tap for you, essentially.
1: Yeah, because nobody, I was like, I even offered people, I'm like, do you want it? And they're like, well, I've never heard of it, so I'm not going to try it. I'm like, this is, you, this is how you, this is the glory of the NASA days. Experimentation. Try it out. I just I just invented
0: it for, for this side of the pond. Of course you haven't heard of it Of before. course, I don't think anyone's ever heard of it. I will have an Irish Ivan. We're gonna to have to get some of those Irish Ivans. Let us know. If I've had them before, mm-hmm. um, but I, I have to bring up something that happened on our last show. Mm-hmm. I wish I had the clip of it, uh, but I do not. <sighs> Professor Danny Axel called it. He called it on Monday night show that the John Lovitz relationship was fake, and it was all to promote a music video. <sighs>
1: Was it a music video or an album? It was a music video. It's even worse. A
0: new music video. I, I mean, were you following the story? Because you said something about when I posted.
1: That was the first time I had heard. I, that's the first time I'd heard John Levitz's name in fucking decades. <laughs> Ever since he ruined news radio.
0: Yeah, see, I said the same thing. And then I got you know kind of shit for it. Yeah, fuck it. And, and I, I, I get it. I get it. I, maybe I was a little too harsh on him. But... The story, As the story goes, they were releasing photos. Jessica Loundis, I think that's how you pronounce mm. her name. Uh, she's on the CW's version. It's like a, uh, a, another version of 90210. Like we needed another one of those. Of but she was releasing Instagram photos of like very secretive and cryptic. Like, oh, well, this guy is my guy. And, you know, I'm going to introduce him and blah, 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 blah. And you get through the whole thing. And at the end... It's John Lovitz, and they're like engaged, and it's like, oh, okay, fifty-eight-year-old John Lovitz and twenty-seven-year-old fucking hot chick, so everyone went fucking crazy. Now, Danny Axel putting on his professor cap on Monday, and he pointed and, at the camera, so that counted. Again, counts. Uh, <laughs> he he said, well, what if it's fake, and they're just trying to troll the media the way that the media trolls celebrities often. And, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be fucking great. But the likelihood of it, it didn't seem like it was... Yeah, it's
1: like because it's out of nowhere.
0: John Lovitz has never been that funny in his life, no. with the exception of The critic. critic. That's it. He's never been that funny. Um, so then we find out that it's all for a music video. Uh. And and as we go through, this is the music video. I, I don't want to get taken down for, for song... Uh, Parsey. Let's see. We'll play a little bit of it. So is that okay? Alibis, I don't know what this is. So I, I loved you. What,
1: I, I loved you when you were Adele. So yeah, it's Deja Vu
0: remix. So. A uh, John Lovitz old man relationship. This mm-hmm. is what this is. Promo- what a fucking. Well, yeah, that's John Lovitz. See, uh, this is courtesy of Uproxx. That's a show your parents used to watch Saturday Night Live. I'm going to be
1: forming a baseball yeah. team.
0: Oh, there's an asshole. It's not a man's. <laughs> <laughs> All this for this video. Is this a car commercial? No, it's well, she probably got sponsored for it and it said FF7, so maybe Final yeah. Fantasy 7? Ooh. Uh, uh, maybe a reference. It and it's done like pop-up video style. Oh, so, look at so that. She's giving him a blowy. Oh, look at that. But she's like <clears throat> so disinterested in the blowy. So is he supposed to be feeling guilty? Is he supposed to be feeling guilty for getting the blowy in this video? What the fuck
1: is going on here?
0: So, okay, now paparazzi, there would be no paparazzi for, for, for John Lovitz. Either one of them. Yeah, because I didn't know who this broad was beforehand. Who the fuck is she? Jessica Lowndes. Jessica Lowndes. All right, so obviously there's some sort of new Hollywood power couple.
1: Yeah, right. Move over, Beyonce and Jay-Z. And Here comes pa- John and look Jessica. At,
0: look at her statement. The paparazzi is grabbing Detect her. Where's the savior with the double chin? Oh, the pearl necklace! Oh, uh, pearl necklace is falling all over. What? This is, is so this? fucking bad. This is terrible. And the only reason why the music isn't playing is because I, I don't, I don't want you know copyright sure.
1: or anything like that. But holy fuck! Oh, now I guess they're now going to do a. This is the boogie nights moment. We're all hanging around the pool. No, it looks
0: like say anything. <clears throat> or no, what is it? Better off dead when she comes out of the pool.
1: No, that's uh, fast times.
0: Oh, fast times. Okay. No,
1: but like, they're—he's kind of like sitting in a chair, kind of like uh, Burt Reynolds. Look at, oh, he's got the shades. Yeah. Ooh, what do I see here as I look over my shades? But she's co- she's coming out here, right? Like she did
0: this in a party and then just walked past, like yeah. oh, bye. Oh, now he's behind her. He's got superhuman creep powers.
1: <laughs> I'm creep man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. So now I'm getting a blowjob. <laughs> this is wonderful. So is she going to throw up on him
1: now? I hope so. A Roman shower would be fantastic right now. Oh,
0: uh, she's putting it up the pooper. She's going up. She went up the pooper. Nice. Yeah. She I like this girl. She put it up John Lovitz's pooper.
1: Uh,
0: according to this, John Lovitz actually paid to be in this video. <laughs> so he got it up the pooper in this video. So he's having some sort of mental fantasy about this broad, and it's his nurse. that sucked.
1: So all of this for that,
0: Mike, do you think that it's worth it?
1: No. (laughs) I mean, it's worth it for us because we do a radio show and we can goof on it. Oh, yeah, of course. The the average person who will never get those three minutes back again, no, it's not worth it. You
0: know what my opinion is on this? My Mm. opinion is, and I'm waiting for the camera, God, just to... Can something go right? You know what my opinion is on it. It stinks. See all that. It would have been great if I didn't have to fucking fumble fuck through all this shit to get there.
1: Ugh, I suck. But yeah, good punchline though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Do you
0: do you like the 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 idea of planning a hoax like this though? Do you like the idea of I mean, maybe if the payoff was a little bit better, I would have enjoyed it. Yes. But do you like the idea of celebrities sort of fucking back with
1: the media? Yeah, I don't mind that. Because, you know, not all the media, but especially like the paparazzis, like they can get a little invasive. I know they got a job to do, but sometimes they get too carried away. And they will fucking run with anything. They're like the idiots that, you know, how many millions of people actually thought that was a real thing?
0: Uh, like, I I know like, we did.
1: <laughs> That's what I mean. So we're fucking like, idiots. Like, yeah, right, they got us. But, but you guys are like, no. What the fuck is this? Most people are like, oh, so good for John Lovitz. Oh, it's good for her. She's with John Lovitz. The reason why I didn't
0: originally is because I thought he was gay. Isn't he like? No, I never Isn't he that. like the Jewish Andy Dick? I think Andy Dick is a Jewish yes. Andy Dick. Same. Yeah, but like he's kind of like you don't know what he is exactly. We all know what he isn't, though, and that's funny. Mm-hmm. So there's that. This guy.
1: I always thought that the ambiguously gay duo was written after him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He is quite the uh, not so ambiguously gay. It's pretty funny. Because you obvious.
1: never hear, you never, and I know most people aren't very, you know, out and about in lives as far as relationships. Are. <clears throat> but you never really heard or saw, like, John Lovett's on like a TMZ where they're talking about his relationship with yeah. her or him.
0: This was the first time. Yeah. Well, that's what it, it <clears throat> like it shocked everybody. It made for a great campaign, and people I I know people definitely but it, but, paid attention to it because mm-hmm? we're reporting it or whatever. So I kind of like the precedent that it sets where, you know, maybe the media got a taste of their own medicine mm-hmm. where they got uh, a little it's bit like,
1: misused h- and abused on that. They got egg in their face. <laughs> Uh, no, nah, it's 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 funny, but like you said, the fucking payoff has to be there. It just wasn't Yeah, there.
0: and a sh- and a shitty music video where John Lovitz gets a finger up his ass, like and that's the climax of the video. Yes, that's, that's the, the finale. The that's that's the fucking cum shot. But John Lovitz isn't. I'm not to say John Lovitz is gay.
1: Maybe he's getting a finger. Well, he's getting a finger up the well, ass from he, a girl. So well, you can say he's gay. He's happy. Exactly. Did you see that smile on his face yes. when he got the hand up the pooper? He's like,
0: yes, he was my a, nurse.
1: I've made it. <laughs>
0: it stinks, and that's your finger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I seriously wonder if any nurses out there, please comment, call in, two zero one two nine seven five five seven four or Hive Mind Radio Network, all one word on Skype. You can see the information down this way, uh, down by Mike's testicle of fortitudes. Um would you or have you ever had an experience where you think an old guy has been dreaming
1: about you sticking a finger up his ass? I mean, as, you could as actually works. ask me if I had an experience where a
2: no! girl stuck
0: a finger
1: up my ass. I'm like, no, that's little- I'm not going to admit or deny that on the air right now. So it's a little personal, even though
0: there <clears throat> have been some ass related uh confessions going on on this show lately with fucking uh mr danny axel shitting himself oh that's right oh that's right no he didn't shit himself he shard himself he shard himself but i think it's the same thing but that is the reason why (laughs) he is not joining us tonight is that he is getting the uh the elastic band around his asshole Mm retightened so he's he's, he's getting asshole retightening surgery i believe Good for him. Is. Good for him. Good for him. And good for us. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. More of the Stephen James experience. We are going to talk bad parents and their Easter, uh, uh, let's just say, new Easter follies. traditions, yes. follies. Uh, we're going to talk drinking. We're going to talk rehab. We're going to talk Anthony Kumia and more. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Stephen James experience on the Hive Mind Radio Network. Who am I kidding? named by Bill McNeil of WNYX as the Height of Adequacivity. Is a real word? It is now. It's the Stephen James Experience. The hosts, Stephen James, Dirty Irish Mike, and Danny Axel. Alright, Stephen James Experience back here on the Hive Mind Radio Network, and on the uh, YouTube.com slash C slash HiveMindRadio. Don't forget, if you guys want to use and support the show, use that Amazon link. You could go to HiveMindRadio.com slash store and support us like that. That's what you got to do. Uh, a lot of changes coming to the website in the near future, hopefully. Uh, don't forget, you can tweet us at SJE underscore nation or just... Like, I don't even know what the fuck is. It's on there somewhere. It's like uh, at... Uh, at the Mike uh, Mike and the Mad Dog. Mike and the Mad Dog, who are reappearing, I think, tonight, actually. Really? Yeah, they're doing a Garden of Dreams uh, Foundation special show at uh, Radio City Music Hall. Oh, nice. I think it's tonight. Nice. But, fuck Mike Frances. Mm,
1: <laughs> that's one Pope you're not in favor of? No, I am not. <clears throat>
0: All right, so I wanted to talk about this, because Easter has come, and it has gone much like... Us sitting here watching the Station of the Cross happen outside in oh front of God. us. That's really creepy to look out in the middle of a radio show and see a guy pretending to be Jesus dragging yes. a giant cross across the street. And I had nowhere to park. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I had to park like a block away. A whole block away. Um, yeah, but that, that's that's a little sacrifice for the Lord. Sure. For the lord. Uh But yeah, Easter, what do you... What do you think when you think Easter? Like, what do you and your family do?
1: Uh, we have like a nice ham dinner. Okay. Uh, we have we get Easter basket. I still got an Easter basket this year. Aw, that's got an, cute. And everyone's pissed off because I got an East a big giant egg with a made out of Mars. Nice like Mars bars, not like the crappy shit.
0: And they're mad at I know you because
1: they were like, "Oh, I want to especially fucking Big and Little Kev." Yeah. Or just like. Oh, I fucking love Mars bars.
0: Oh, did you get it? You got it from the bar?
1: No, 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 no. Uh my mom got everyone like Easter baths. Because my mom's like, she's likes to tradition. Like, even though we're all like I'm the youngest of four. Yeah. And we're all completely grown up. And yeah. instead of giving my niece and nephew one, she's like, ah, nice one for the four kids. She likes to keep that tradition yeah. going. You know.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, I, I know a lot of times that it, moves on yeah. so to speak, but this is one that she's keeping just yeah, just yeah. for kids. And All it's right.
1: a gigantic egg. It's like like this big.
0: Gigantic
1: egg. It's made out of maz and oh. it has a maz bar inside it. Mars bars are so fucking good. But what else do you do?
0: You no, know, when I was a kid I would go like see a movie or something, mm-hmm. but a lot of kids did you ever do no. the Easter egg hunt. Oh absolutely. You did the Easter egg hunt. Now that's a
1: common practice. Yeah. And back in the day we did the food coloring. You did the, uh, the dyeing of the Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. The burping
0: the of burping the eggs. The burping of the eggs
1: because we would hard boil them, and we would actually would hide the hard-boiled eggs. Okay. And one year we found all of them but one. How long has that
0: been there? Have you guys it ever took,
1: found it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once we located where the smell was coming from. <laughs> oh, it got that bad? Yeah, it got bad. It was a couple oh, nice. of days. I don't think they even realized that, like, oh, there's like one missing. Because we would we would get them and then we would eat them. It. It's a hard boiled egg. Yeah. So we would so just fucking peel it. it and eat it and have fun. And then like the smell came over and was like, "What is, is it? The animals? Did the animals die? I don't think they died. We <laughs> traced it and we found that last egg. So after that, we went to the plastic ones like everybody else. But else. that's a fairly common practice yeah. with the
0: eggs and, and sure. coloring and an sure. egg hunt. Mm-hmm. Now, the Pez company, the Pez Corporation or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, which we just found out recently, was uh, an Austrian, Austrian company, uh, they usually make the dye and, and the coloring that go with the Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. So you usually use your Pez kit to color the eggs, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. So in that case, they threw a giant Easter egg hunt in uh, their like headquarters in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Now, it got more responses than they thought that it
1: would. It's good. Quite- and that's good That that's a good Bring, thing yeah, bringing more kids out
0: and you know you figure with a big event like that you've got different age groups you know from the young young little babies to probably about I'd say it's about a 10 or 11 before yeah. you should get the shit kicked out of you yeah. for like trying to do that baby shit <laughs> but uh <laughs> tried to do it in staggered times mm-hmm. so they figured okay well this age group will go this time this age group will go this time this age group will go this time that was the plan That is not what happened. Apparently, hundreds of parents got impatient and bum-rushed the first group of kids, the youngest group of kids, with their kids to get all of the eggs. They were, like, crushing people's eggs, breaking kids' baskets just to get their kids the eggs. Pez lost complete control of the entire situation. It was pandemonium.
1: (laughs) What What the fuck is wrong with people, man? Like seriously, like oh, this is part of that mentality we talk about. My kids are entitled to the most eggs. So, I'm not going to wait so that the little kids can have fun and get their chance at getting some eggs. My kid is more important. He's got to get as many eggs as he can.
0: Yeah, it's like my time is more yeah. important.
1: Than yours got to go first
0: right. or I can't wait this long because and it's I, not even you, it's your fucking kid. Yeah, I've seen something like this before, the staggered thing. What they do is they go out there, they get the real easy ones out there for the young kids. They leave those out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, oh, you found one that's hidden behind another A egg. Blade of grass. Yeah, or <laughs> <laughs> it's under the giant sign that says, take this. But... And then, you know, after that's done, they set out more. Yeah. They have a crew of people that set out more. So your kid's not losing out. All you're doing as a parent is being a fucking shithead. Yeah. Like, what are you teaching your kids? Like, if my if my mom would have done that, I think I, I the way I was as a kid, I would have been fucking mortified. I mean, sure, wh- for what? They got a bunch of eggs. They got a bunch of fucking colored eggs that you're probably going to throw out yeah. in a fucking
1: week anyway. <clears throat> and it's not like... There's a golden ticket in one of them, and you get to like tour the Pez factories or even you get a, a cash prize or whatever. Like, even then, it's not justified, but that even didn't happen. So, like, you're, you're gonna trample kids' dreams for dopey eggs with nothing in it, for but dope, yolk for dopey eggs, <laughs> dopey eggs, man. <laughs> now, have your what What,
0: what would you say? Because... All parents do embarrassing mm-hmm. things, and you can't blame—you mm-hmm. honestly can't blame any of this on the kids. No, you know, for all that this shit, is all mom and dad that they say. Oh well, this generation yeah. of kids and they're so bad, mm-hmm. and, and kids are the devil. This is all on the fucking parents yeah. because there's no way that they're gonna like mob through like security and like just all, all these other kids and other parents and mm-hmm. shit like that. Have has your mother or father or or ha, have they ever put you in a situation where you were like, wow, that was completely uncalled for, or you know, even in a funny way? I mean, you mentioned yeah. you mentioned seeing it yeah. where you were working uh, before
1: anything like that. Nothing ever happened like that in my family. I think the most embarrassing thing that my parents do is even sometimes to this day, it's not a lot. Is. Uh, One, my mother is one of only two people that call me Michael. Okay. Um, So she gets away with it? So she gets away with it. Everyone else calls me Mike. Um, Yeah, yeah, Mike. And uh, the other thing that she does once in a while, it's not allowed anymore, but she still does it, is I'm the youngest of the four of us. So if someone comes over that knew my mother or like a family member that I haven't met yet, she'll be like, this is my son, Michael. This is my baby He's the baby of the family Okay Which is a little embarrassing It's a little embarrassing Especially when you're a grown man Yeah It's like mom I have a fucking beard (laughs) I'm no longer the baby Just say he's my youngest
0: He's my youngest Mm -hmm. son I mean, uh, I think moms get rights, but
1: sure. we're, we're we're allowed. I mean. We're allowed it's, to have a little bit of a backlash as a baby I mean. myself. Yeah, that's like, that's what I mean. That gets a little embarrassing, but it's not like you know. Not the end. Let of me the world. go fucking trample a field of eggs.
0: But you said you used to see it all the time where you used to work. Like, mm-hmm. do you have any examples off the top of your head of? The the way these self-entitled fucking parents
1: act. I used to work at Chuck E. Cheese, and,
0: uh... I applied there once to be the cartoon rat. Did not have the experience to get
1: it. Um... Here I am now. I wish I'd known that. If anyone remembers, I may have invented furry sex. It's very possible. That's true. Um, so, yeah. Maybe that's why I didn't get it, because I wasn't fucking you. (laughs) But, uh... No, you would see, like, like... We do whatever we do to accommodate people and make their experience good, especially for the kids. Like we're there for the kids. We're not there for the parents. Like yeah. when you have a birthday party, we have these long tables in the back room, and you know you you pre-plan it. You know so you put you book it in advance, and we always say like how many kids are at the party and how many adults. We set you on the table depending on the number of children there are because the party is for the kids. It's not for the adults. You can stand. And the kids get to sit and enjoy the party. Yeah. You stand. Like, if there's, like, 10 of you in a party and the table seat 15, yeah, five of you are going to be able to sit down. But yeah. that's not the idea behind the and size nine, of the table.
0: nine times out of ten, the kids are going to be playing. Yes, and so then, then, you, can you, can then exactly. you can sit down. Then you can sit down. Exactly. You know, you're not going to watch a kid <clears throat> fucking sitting there like a
1: schlep mm-hmm. unless he's eating. Yeah. and you she. And you just see parents complaining about the small stuff, like... Oh, my kid played this game, and uh, it's not working. Okay, I'm going to send the guy out there. Well, well, now it doesn't help me because the the game is already not working. So my son is traumatized because he put a token in, and he can't play the game, and he wanted to play it. So now he's got to play in a game that he really didn't want to play with in the first place. It's like, dude, I'm going to give you the token. (laughs) I'm going to fix the game. And while I fix the game, I have to put a token in to see if it works. So now you're going to get two plays out of it. Like, relax. Fuck up. Yeah. (laughs) Let me do my... I've seen parents... I've seen parents... uh, You'll have someone will go to a regular table, and what we had was uh, a little red thing with a number on it. Whatever your order was, like we would bring the food out to the marker. Okay.
2: So your ticket would
1: say your number 17. Uh We'd look for number 17 on that red flag, bring it to that table, and bring the tag back in. And you'd have people with the tag on there, and they'd have maybe their jackets or their sweaters, depending on the season, obviously. <coughs> Excuse me. And you would have some... And they would go off, and they'd be playing with their kids or doing whatever. Maybe they're getting the salad bar or whatever. And uh, another would come in and just fucking throw shit on the floor and take the table over. <laughs> and now you have parents fighting over a fucking table, and the kids are just like... Um,
0: like where, like, where like, am I like, supposed
1: to? Yeah, sit? and they're just like acting like a f- they're acting a fool, if you will. Act a fool. <clears throat> they're and like the children. No, the children are well behaved for the most part in this place. <laughs> I think there's only two groping uh, allegations while I was there. And groping that, in that, the you, ball you, pit. With, yeah, in the ball pit. That's exactly where it is. And hey. that little that or the uh, that little uh, that. That's a little skywalk thing where the kids climb yeah, through and, you have and the they're up tunnel. on the ceiling, and yeah. the tunnel's like a little, little mouse yeah. thing there. Yeah,
0: my first kiss was in a ball pit. Ooh, yeah, the nice young lady, nice young lady. That was
1: Tuesday. I was going to say, <laughs> were you? Uh, did you take it? Was this when you took your kids there? I know, oh God, no.
0: <laughs> no, but being a parent myself, like I can't ama- Like I'm trying yeah. to put myself in a mindset where. I can find a way for something like this to be okay as a parent. And I just just can't. I don't like cutting people in the grocery line if I'm with my kids. Like, if I'm by myself, yeah, I'll be the dick. That's fine. Whatever. You snooze, you lose. But if I'm with my kids, I got to set some sort of fucking example. Like, I'm not going to be like, well, my kids need to go first because... Their shit don't stink, and mm-hmm. they're the fucking most special. That's why I hate first-time moms. And if mm-hmm. you're a first-time mom, go fuck yourself. Because Research everything. Oh, well, this food isn't good for the baby, and this couch, I don't know if it's hyperallergenic, and it'll affect Ugh. the baby. I've been pregnant for two months. I could feel the baby moving. No, you can't. You cannot feel the baby move. That's, that's
1: you're You're insane. It's like a phantom... Cell phone call. You think you you looking at <laughs> his no library. Coaches. There's
0: nobody calling you. Fucking first time moms are the worst. Yeah, and that's because, and, and you want to know why I know that's bullshit? Because catch that same first time mom who did that same shit two kids later. I oh. guarantee you, she don't give a fuck. No. Oh, yeah,
1: it's a couch. Yeah, It's, it's, it's got just, a little poop just, on it. It's got a little mm, vomit
0: on it. Whatever. I'll fucking it. We'll make it happen. Febreze it. Febreze it. We'll make it happen. But, yeah, I can't find any circumstance where I think that's okay. So to the parents of those kids who decided to act like that, next time you look around and you wonder why there's a bunch of assholes in the world, it's because people like you fucking raised them. It's not your child's fault. It's your fault. And, sure, a certain responsibility comes when you come of age – To take whatever your parents taught you and say, fuck, that's dumb. I'm going to do this because this is right. That time has not come for your eight-year-old. And if that time has come for your eight-year-old and he's already doing that, then you've already fucked up and you're a shithead. Fucking eggs. What are you doing with them? Jesus
1: Christ! They said they're just dopey eggs. Just dopey,
0: dopey eggs. eggs.
1: Speaking of fucking
0: dopey eggs, <laughs> let's talk about one of our favorite fucking dopey eggs, Anthony Cumia. Mm-hmm. Anthony Cumia of uh, formerly of Opie and Anthony, and now with his current show, the Anthony Cumia Show, on his own network, as uh, uh, doing good, except for some you know uh, minor setbacks, minor setbacks like uh, almost going to jail for mm-hmm. whatever that was with one of his broads. Assault. Yeah. I'd rather be a pepper or something (laughs) never mind Uh, he has made the decision to check himself into rehab to deal with some personal issues including obviously his alcohol uh, abuse he had uh, announced uh, via Facebook that he was going to give away today's episode uh, for free and basically he had this big announcement and he had Ron Bennington formerly of Ron and Fez and you know A billion other radio shows Mm -hmm. radio legend ron bennington i should say Ugh, guy makes my dick rock hard just from his speech um and jim norton Mm -hmm. so obviously two family members you know people who are who look out for him and he announced it and of course they're busting his chops and this that and the other but it, it was the first time i had seen anthony be I don't know. Serious about something like this because you've never heard before that he's going to go to rehab. No, you always knew There's, he was a fucking drunk. Yeah, but.
1: there was always the jokes <clears throat> of everyone go, oh, here I'll party at Anthony's house. Oh, <laughs> what's going to happen? You know, crazy shenanigans. Yeah, but uh, it's a very serious thing. Yeah. It's
0: a very serious thing. How are you with this decision? For me, I, I absolutely fully support mm-hmm. the decision. That like, I think it's super cool. Better now than before it escalates even further to where he's doing. Like, he hasn't hurt anyone. He hasn't, like,
1: Billy Joeled
0: anybody.
1: I think he's gotten to the point. I think I read a snippet of the story where uh, Ronnie even said, he goes, this has been coming for a long time. (laughs) And I guess with the assault and with, you know, he looked in the mirror, he grew up, whatever it was, and he said, I'm done. And if I don't do it now, I never will. So just get this done. Let me get my ass in fucking gear here.
0: What I what I liked about it is the way that he talked about it, where he was literally asking questions because, and he admitted it, he's like, I- I'm nervous. I don't know what this is like. I've yeah. never been any other way. And if you've been an Opie and Anthony fan or an Anthony Cumia fan at all for years, you have heard the stories about him growing up with his dad and, you know. Fucking the spaghetti it up. plate on the yeah, wall. All, all that kinds of shit. So he's lived a certain type of lifestyle with his foot on the pedal, you know, the entire time. Yeah. He's in his 50s, you know. So you figure now taking a step back, do you think he, he, here's a question that he even brought up, but I, I, I want to take it one step further as a fan. Do you think that Anthony's edge and the way he is, which is a huge part, mm of of what he brought to the table to ONA, what he currently brings to the table with his own show, do you think some of that edge, some of that, well, fuck you, I'm going to say whatever I want, whenever I want sort of comedy, do you think that that edge is going to be dulled once he comes out of rehab?
1: I think it will, but I don't think it's going to be enough to make a major difference. Um, his personality is his personality. He's always been like that, so now he just won't have the uh, the drinking part of it. So he might be maybe with the not drinking he'll he'll think before he says and 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 then he'll be like, yeah, that's okay i'm I'm right with saying this, so i'll I'll say him,
0: yeah, I, I agree with you, I think perhaps the phrasing of what yeah. he says might be a little different, but he's a naturally funny guy, yeah. and I don't think that's and, not the, gonna and change. this is where uh, you know I read a lot of things on facebook and and on a lot of the comments on on some of the stories about this going out. Where people were like, "Oh well, this is the end of Ant. This is the end of this." this. The best parts of Ant weren't always his crazy rants. The right. guy's been doing this like he's not just some fucking construction air conditioned <laughs> worker, whatever anymore. That fucking mm-hmm. Opie pulled off the street. He's been yeah. doing this for a yeah. considerable amount he's of a seasoned time, veteran around a lot of funny people. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that this is necessarily going to affect what he does. No. I mean, sure, will it be perhaps a little bit more... I I don't want to say tame because that's the wrong word. He's just going to have to find a different way to pull that Mm. out of him. Yeah. So the facilitator, the booze for him, is gone. The thing that makes it come out. But if you don't think that that's just an angry man anyway without the booze... You're you're crazy. There's yeah. so many other things going on. He just needs to find a way to do it in a more positive and less self-destructive way.
1: It's kind of like the argument of uh R O and A were they funnier on NEW or satellite? And it's two different shows. Two different shows. And as much I loved I love both those shows. Yes. I can't really pick a favorite because one, the satellite was because it was uncensored, it was unfiltered. You could just go out there and make a make a laugh, and uh, yeah. whatever it took, you do. Whereas with the N E W, they had to be smart about it. Yeah, just like what he's kind of gonna probably gonna do now is just be a little smarter about it. That is that is an amazing <clears throat>
0: parallel. That's fucking perfect because with N E W, they had to find ways mm-hmm. to get the same results yes. without actually doing it. So. While it was more considered on NEW more shock jockey, mm-hmm. it was because they had that barrier in front of them where they could not go past. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh well, you're not supposed to do this. They had to just skirt around it. Mm-hmm. You know, they had to still make it funny, still do it, but in the context of we don't know what happened or or we didn't heard yeah. them say we didn't hear them say fuck or cunt.
1: Right. We, but you knew what we they were we saying.
0: We know what they're saying. We know what they're saying. So we had to fill in the blanks. But now with the satellite thing, where it's all out there, it's a different type of show because yeah. you hear it. They get to be a little bit more open. Yeah, I mean, they had fight all of these fights, all of these big things, and I want to get into that next. They happened on air. A lot yeah. of them happened on yeah. air publicly with no
1: holding back, no nothing. You know, at least from one side. Um, Are you referring to? Was it? Uh- Walking on OP shells, Greg shells, <coughs> Greg, Greg shells. shells. They
0: didn't refer to him as uh, as as Opie. In that, that's another. That's my next question to you. And uh, guys, feel free to call in and weigh in two zero one two nine seven five five seven four or Hive Mind Radio Network, all one word on Skype. How much of the problems between him and Opie do you think could have been maybe avoided had Anthony not been boozing? Do you think that the booze was a part of it?
1: Well, don't forget, you know, Opie was boozing it too, mm-hmm. especially in the NEW days. I think once he got married and had a kid,
0: went to therapy. he settled the yeah.
1: fuck down. And, <clears throat> you know, I don't have any kids, so I'm not going to sit here and be like this and that, but what I get from most people is now you have this responsibility, so it's time to grow up, it's time to chill the fuck out, and that's exactly what he did. You no, know, Obviously, there's people. I I know a ton of people who having a kid didn't fucking change them. I remember this girl. She was, uh, we would hang out with her and my friend from work. And uh, she was like, uh, she's married and she had a kid and she was fucking my friend who happened to be a woman. And <clears throat> we're like, uh, she's like, oh, uh, she's like, yeah, I want to come out tonight. She's like, okay, no problem. We're like, okay, well, how did you get out? Like your husband's at work and you got the kid at home oh i just gave him some Nyquil, and the kid was like two three years old Jeez, not only that, so i cannot is, give up my lifestyle. lifestyle i cannot give up my lifestyle of hanging out and drinking and having a good time when my kid is fucking Nyquil, and who knows when the fuck he's gonna wake up and what happens after <laughs> that it's like it's a fucking babysitter that, that's And it. i hear this yeah. all the fucking time now i never heard it before this is only like seven
0: it could have been avoided. I don't think that the problems between Opie and Anthony, and even and even Jimmy, if you throw them into mm-hmm. the mix, I don't think that they're all. You know, I, I don't think the alcohol really had much of an effect yeah. on it. I think that there were already issues there. Perhaps it made it made it easier. Yeah, it made to Ant a little bit more reactionary yeah. in you know because you got to think with all that stuff. You know, the the way the evidence is presented, he held back for a long yes. time on top of that. yes. So I don't know any alcoholic who's out of control that would be able to show that level of restraint. So I don't think the booze had anything nah. to do with it. Uh, I, I think maybe some of the decisions that he made going forward uh, because of the booze. Yeah, but there's, there's a, a lot of personal animosity there. That hopefully uh, will uh, will dull down now. Maybe Opie will see this as a step in the right direction. Because you rem- remember we talked about he, uh, him having the breakdown, having to go yeah. to therapy. You know, maybe it'll bring them some sort of closure. I know uh, Aunt had always joked, "Yeah, I would get in a room with him and have a beer." He made the joke today. He's like, "I guess it's gonna have to be like apple juice or something." Can't have a beer with him anymore. Now life sort of figure a person who we struggle. But, you know, we're going to put this in the context of ourselves and as other people. And we really want you to weigh in. And some of you have on our Facebook page. And thank you for that. But what parts of your personality do you feel change when you drink? And I'm talking not like have a beer. I'm saying yeah, when like you drink. drink. Yeah.
1: Um, when I was younger, I was the angry fucking drunk. Okay. Uh,. And it wasn't like, oh, you can't handle your drinking. It was like, no, I'm excessively drinking. I remember. And I don't remember it happening, but I believe it because my friend's wife would never lie about shit like this. You know, she's very like, like she has like. Tattoos of, like, uh, Hindu sayings and stuff okay. like that. She's very spiritual. Super, she's super kinda peaceful. Right. Yeah. She's kind of like... Uh, she's kind of that hippie-ish kind of feel, but she showers. <laughs> and she wears clothes. She showers. Clothes, she has a job. And she's a really sweet girl. Wears and deodorant. I, and I love her to death. And, like, I remember her saying something about, like, you know... Uh, she told me that she said that the IRA was bad for killing innocent civilians, whether they were English or not. Okay. And... I decided to, and she was standing just like me with the background behind me. She was sitting in a chair, and she was up against the wall. And I punched the wall right next to her face. Okay. And I was like, how dare you say that? And she goes, Michael, they're murdering children. How do you not see the wrong in that? I don't fucking care how dare you say that. And then everyone was like, whoa, buddy. It's like, okay. Mike, go have a seat. I'll get you a beer. Go have a seat. I'll get you another Jack and Coke. And I would sit on the fucking couch or whatever just and just fuel. fucking pass out. <laughs> and that was how they dealt with me. I was just fucking angry. Like I wanted to fight. I wanted to to just like I was never wrong. You could say like, you know, the sky is blue. No, it's, no, fucking it's not. purple. No, it's not. It's like, what was it family guy? Kevin Bacon was in Footloose. Yeah, no, yeah. he wasn't. No, he yeah, wasn't. He was. yeah, he was. No, <laughs> he wasn't. Like that was me back then. <laughs> now <clears throat> I'm a lot more laid back. I mean, I don't drink like that anymore. Like I okay. drank to get nothing but fucked up. Okay. And now it's like I get to that that level. I get that you kind of ride it, and you just fucking ride it out.
0: But what what do you think? How do you think now you're different when you're? Like, what parts of your personality come out for me? But I would just shut down. Mm-hmm. Like I, w- I would, be, I was the quiet drinker. Right. I was the guy who sat across the room. The reality is, I become even more so like I am on the show mm-hmm. than perhaps I am.
1: That yeah, too. But it, when I'm drinking, it depends on who I'm with. Okay. Uh, there was this girl that was there. I'd never seen her before, and Ooh. like she's all this candy. She well, "What's this?" I said, "Oh, this is like so working," and I, you know, I brought it in, and I was like, you know, have some, you know, try some, right? So she comes back later on, and now now we have like only a couple of pieces left. And she's like looking at it. I'm like, Did you like it? How was it? Oh, it's really good. So I took like three or four pieces and physically put it in her hand and said, Here, now have it. Enjoy it. If I was not drinking, I would have never been able to do that. You would have never physically put it in her hand. I would never have been able to do that because it's just like. There's there's a personal space issue there for me.
0: Okay, so you would have seen so the barrier being right. sort of like when breached. I'm
1: drinking, okay. the barrier's fucking gone. Okay, it's like like I would have been like, no, please take some, enjoy it. But like for me to physically put it in her hand, I would not have been able to do that. And with the people that I'm with, depending on the person, if I like if I get along with you and we're having a few beers, I'm getting up there. If if I think you're boring. <laughs> I will walk the fuck away yeah. from you, and I'll be like, "Hey man, I gotta go talk to that person over there, and just kind of leave you." Unless, of course, your name is Charlie or Italian Bob, because they will not shut up. <laughs> so it's like you have to Charlie let go.
0: Italian Bob. If you're listening, I'm sorry, you're boring. <clears throat> apparently, I don't
1: know. No, no, no. They're not boring. Like they have great stories. Like Bob talks. They and, just won't stop. They won't like Bob was telling me because. He, like he's talking about stuff, and eventually it led up to oh, I had two colonoscopies, <laughs> but the conversation before that was, he's like oh, I was in the army, and this is like in the fifties, and he goes uh, I used to he's I think he's from the Bronx originally, I'm okay. not sure, and he's telling me, he goes oh he goes, and he sits there and like he just like he'll do like this like he plays a piano on the bar like that like he's playing a piano, and he'll just turn to me one day and he goes. Do you know who taught me how to play the piano?
2: Sa- no. I was like, Sammy
1: Davis Jr. He's like, no, nah, Bob, who taught you? Thelonious Monk.
2: <laughs> and I'm like,
1: are you fucking kidding me? He's like, Yeah, the Thelonious <laughs> Monk taught me how to play the piano. I'm like, that's a fantastic story. Did that's he a- go, that's ah, all bullshit. No, I wonder, it was I a real story. No, he's he like, like no.
0: presents a picture, he's like, Oh, it's right in here. No,
1: he's just like, Yeah, and I he's oh yeah, and uh uh, we saw Count Basie perform one time, and it's like all these fucking great stories. But then once he starts getting the colonoscopies and shit like that, you're like, yeah, yeah, Bob, I'm yeah, done. But he's a nice guy, and it's funny because he'll sit at the he'll sit at the bar, and it's kind of it's not quite U shaped. It's like uh, okay, it's kind of like a C on the side, so you have like hey,
0: <laughs> sometimes my have, have likes like a little C on the, the side. bar
1: has like maybe uh, on the long side has maybe 10 seats, and then there's two on one side and one on the other because that's where the bartender's going. And he'll be sitting on the long side, and a woman will sit down on the, the one-seat side, and Bob just goes like this. <laughs> and he just fucking stares at him. And he doesn't mean anything. He's not trying to be creepy. He's not saying anything like, oh, look at her. He just And you just go, Bob, is everything okay? Oh yeah, it is great, and then he'll like divert his attention somewhere else because he realized he just got he's caught. Just and got the women, yeah. and that's the great thing. I can't wait to be an old pervert like that because the woman like, oh, that's just Bob, that's you just know, Bob. he's harmless. It's like, really, do you know that the man's been staring at you like you were a fucking a, a fucking steak <laughs> and the fucking
2: Flintstones.
0: <laughs> Oh, he just grabbed my ass and put two fingers exactly. in. It's just Bob.
1: So yeah, like I'm, I'm a little more social, like you. But it really depends on the person that I'm with. If I enjoy their yeah, company, I'll really open up. If I don't, I'll just give the one word answers. and Yeah,
0: I don't that. even drink unless I f- like. If I am in a certain atmosphere, mm-hmm. I have to be around certain people mm-hmm. uh, that I I know that if I drink. I can feel comfortable yeah. with or say like if I see that there's a rowdy situation when I walk in the door, done. I'm done. I'm not I'm not drinking. I'm just going to fucking hang out, scope out mm-hmm. the area like say I go out with friends. And say me, me, you and Dan, we go out to a bar. And we walk in and it's super rowdy. I'm not going to tell you guys, "Hey, you know, will have a beer or two, and you guys do whatever fuck you want. I gotta, I have to remain in control yeah. Yeah. of my faculties, so to speak. But have you ever felt? Or has there ever been a point in your life where you felt your drinking got to be too much? Where you thought
1: maybe seeking help was a good idea? Yeah, there's a couple of times. I mean, like, and it's not for anything like that. It would be something like you wake up and your heart just feels like it's about to get stabbed. Okay, like, and it's not even like a. it's not even like a hangover and it's like and it's happened where I've <clears throat> uh, I'm at home and I'm drinking and I didn't black out or anything but I ha- I still had a little bit too much to drink especially on the uh, the alcohol side not the beer side and you just wake up and your heart you just feel like you're about to have a heart attack and you're just like it's like the old Bill Cosby. Oh to the ball. I'll never do this again. And, <laughs> and you sit there and you literally I literally a couple of times I like held my heart yeah. and I'm like, "Oh." And I think one time um I I I cannot confirm this, but I think one time I died. Okay. Um I believe uh I was sick and I was taking medication and I decided, "Okay, I'm feeling better now." So you know what? I'm gonna have a couple of Jack and Cokes.
0: Yeah, but you're uh, still on the medication. Still on the
1: medication. Uh-huh. And I remember, like, I remember lying in my bed, and I remember seeing, uh, like, a grayish, uh, almost like my body in cloud form floating above me so i wasn't looking down on my body like most people say yeah i was laying there looking up and seeing like this gray cloud that was body form uh, body shaped like floating above me and right before it got in hit the ceiling i woke up huh yeah you might have been a little dead so I don't know if it was a dream or if I some really sort of saw out of that, body or, or if it wasn't out of yeah. body. Or it was it just a dream and I would just woke up at that time and I was like, wow, that's fucked up. I'll never to do that again. And I haven't. I've never done that again.
0: Two zero one two nine seven five five seven four or Hive Mind Radio Network, all one word on Skype. Uh, let's go to some of these comments on Facebook.
2: Sure.
0: Let's see. Uh, well the question was asked, have you ever felt that your drinking uh, was too much? Or you thought you had to go to rehab? Uh, Yes, I find that once I start drinking, it gets bad. The way I control it is to just stay away from it completely. Uh, Here's another one. I never thought it was a problem. Others might disagree. I control my drinking by drinking the problem away. Yes, (laughs) as all addicts say. Uh, Here's one. Have the willpower to exercise control. Anything can turn into an addiction, but we always have to remember control and things like alcohol or any addiction starts affecting your regular life, it's time to give it up for a bit until you regain that control as well as learning from the mistakes of what happened when you don't have control. And the final one, rehab is for quitters. <laughs> it is. But I, I agree with uh, with the one comment from uh, Sean Smallwood saying that you know I follow the same sort of philosophy where you can't let yourself Out of a certain measure of control Mm -hmm. where you feel if you feel yourself sort of tipping, you know, Mm -hmm. towards that way, you just kind of put it down for a while. Like I haven't honestly been drinking uh, a lot lately because a while back it, it got to be a little much. You know, I was drinking all day, every day by myself in this house doing the show and then just. It was too much, yeah. like day, night, it yeah. didn't matter, weekend, Monday, it, it didn't matter. I'd stayed in this same steady state of being fucked up. And sure, that's fine, and that's fun for a little bit, but some people aren't meant to sustain that. Mm-hmm. Some people can do that, and some people, I know, very positive, functioning alcoholics, so to speak- Um, where they drink a ton Mm -hmm. all the time throughout the day, but the rest of their life isn't affected. Mm -hmm. They still, you know, pay their rent on time. They still go to work. I know that. They, 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 they take care of their responsibilities. Uh, they're Mm -hmm. not like out there fucking going crazy and doing like, and that's fine. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm not one of those people who can sustain that for a long period of time because either I go overboard mm-hmm. and it becomes an issue where I need to dial back or it, it's one of those things where it just makes it, – it it just doesn't feel right. So I try and sustain yeah. – I, I ramp it up. I pull it back. I ramp it up. I pull it back as, as I need it. Uh,
1: how do you folks out there handle your addictions? Like how do you control just- it? <clears throat> I control it because, like, and I, like, when I, was, uh, when I was 20, right before I turned 21, uh, me and my girlfriend broke up after like two and a half years. Okay. And I fucking loved this girl. Fucking loved her. And it was fucking devastating. Were
0: you listening it, to like sad songs after that?
1: <clears throat> Dude, I, I, I know this. An I know this. I sent her a mixtape.
0: Oh, boo. And it was back in the day where tapes were actually feasible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So and I remember like being so crazy. you know she was a beautiful girl she was really smart she was kind of crazy but not psychotic crazy oh, oh by the way honey uh happy bipolar day oh, <laughs> miss you miss you much got it um but uh and so for and this was like maybe a month and a half before I turned 21, so it was like, I, I was trying to deal with it, like, all my friends, like, hey, let's go out and we'll get you laid and blah, blah, blah. and it's like, that, no, that ain't me, I gotta do this on my own, and then... It's and not what
0: I'm looking for, right? Not
1: now. what I'm looking for, like, I was in love with this woman, it's not like she, that, she wasn't my, the way I look at it, is she was not my girlfriend, that was my woman. Yeah. Like that was a d- that was some deep was, shit that I was, I was gonna said. be done. I was gonna marry her yeah. and have a family and fucking the whole nine and it was gonna be fucking I was over a wonderful it. life, right? And so and it didn't start out that way, but then you know, I was you know, I started drinking. Right. And then <clears throat> then I met this girl at work and she was I was so I'm twenty one, I think she was sixteen. <laughs> Jeez. 16 or 17. She was still in high school. I remember that.
0: So, can I call you Love It? Uh,
1: <laughs> which is weird because the girlfriend I had before was, I was 18 when I started dating her and she was 15. So, apparently, rocking the cradle is my thing. Rock, uh, rocking? Rocking the cradle so, That would be, so, yes. Robbing
0: the cradle would be <clears throat> so, uh, not so soothing.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, so, rocking
0: so, it, it's nice. The baby. Yeah. baby you're <laughs> fucking <laughs> stealing kids.
1: So. it. So. Uh, so, no, like, she was, I guess she was, like, dabbing into, like, her parents' liquor or something like that, so she was, like, a seasoned drinker at, like, 17, and she was drinking, like, half a bottle of vodka, like, every night, right? And so I turned 21, so now I'm, I'm her feeder, I'm her enabler, and so we would just, we would drink together, and in some park somewhere. I'm out of fucking control. I'm drinking every night. Um, I'm not coming home. Uh, I remember when Matt, who was working with me, and we woke up Ohio. <laughs>
2: that-
1: oh, so that's and for like this carried on, and like like I would go to-
0: consider it functioning if you.
1: No, 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 no. I mean like no that one time, but like I would like okay. Point taken. <laughs> <laughs> so like,
0: <laughs> I'll take so that one. so like
1: you know I would wake up. I would to one person's house and wake up in someone else's house after a party i remember a couple of times we would sleep in someone's car outside of someone's house and just waiting i was being a (laughs) manager so booze promotion booze promotion and like i remember like i was so like so you didn't have to worry about 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 nothing responsibility i I would be like you know and no i was you know going through life and this was like three it was almost like three years and it was all because this bitch fucking and then I remember I started working in a new place and I met this girl and she was like, dude, you're fucking out of control. <laughs> so obviously I I left the the enabler girlfriend, the one that was uh, dr- dude, remember the, using
0: um, you to get booze. Well, that and-
1: too. But like we, we're like each other because now I had an excuse to come with her and I would try to outdo her because at the same time, it's like I'm a guy. I can't be trunking yeah, under the table. Through. It was just like, you know. I remember she would drink like a bottle of vodka at night. And I remember one time we were at her house. I don't want to say what town it is because she's obviously listening, North Bergen. And I was like, I remember I was drunk and everything and her parents were away. We were at her house and uh, I walk in and she's in the middle of a gangbang.
0: Nice.
1: And I was like, Walk to the nearest payphone. I, obviously, I have my cell phone motion here, but this is a 1995. I got my. Cor- I'm this. I, I yeah, I, I went down to the corner payphone and I called my buddy. I'm like, dude, pick me up. It's over. One eight hundred. Yeah, so that was the end of her, and then I. But I still kept drinking and everything because you know,
0: drinking's great. Drinking's
1: great, and it kills the demons. And I met this girl, and she was, like, you're out of control. <laughs> a little like, too much there. A little too much there. So you know, and I liked her. She's really pretty. And that was pretty much it. She kind of reeled me in and to the point where, like, now I can go I can, I can go out and have like two beers and go, you know what? I'm going yeah, home. Whereas gonna before home. It, it had, had to like, be. It had to be. If I was to fucking...
0: All right. We're going to. When we come back, we're going to talk more. Some of our other addictions perhaps are what it uh, means, how we control them. Um, also, I, I think Dirty Irish Mike might do the Ch- Charleston. Not 100% sure on that. He wah, promised wah, us the, wah, wah, the Charleston. Trying Charleston to get the... Charleston
1: Chew, maybe. Charleston Chew is or something. something. I don't know. The, I'm just
0: trying to get this <laughs> program to work or something. Good. That'd be a good idea. Make it stolen or something. All right. Not like Stalin. Get it? It's like Stalin or something. God. bombing here.
1: <laughs> I, was, I was drinking a beer, so I couldn't we'll respond. Be, we'll be right back. That, think you're going to you get stolen bread no, for you?
2: Is that a bird? Get now I'm, now saying, I'm saying, I got, I got one, one, question, one question, question for y'all, you know, no, no. I really I just want to ask you guys one fucking, one fucking one question. question, can, can you, carry you carry the fucking apple? apple? You can float, float, motherfucker I wanna see it I wanna see you fucking float I got one question, y'all Can you carry the Africa stone? Best man best vibes around you yourself
0: from your sports radio tune in every sunday night 4 p.m to the fallout shelter of sports talk radio it's gotta say it with your hosts matt ryan Renee sutherland alex soberman stephanie sotilli and stephen james only on the hive mind radio network Coming up on the Stephen James Experience Band of the Year Challenge. April 1st, the boys from August on Sunday stop by the Hive. April 8th, Rockaway Beach's own Arson Wells makes their first appearance. April 9th, Strays pops their S.J.E. Cherry. April 15th, gallons of pork return to talk Hallelujah Fest and more. April 22nd. The most prolific band in SJE history returns home as Roy G. Biv take over the Hive Mind Radio Network once again. April 29th, Lyndhurst, New Jersey's favorite sons, John May 6th, Chain to the Dead talk the state of metal, booze, pro wrestling, and more. May 13th, The Morning War make their debut. And for the first time ever, May 20th, of clocks and clouds that's the stephen james experience band of the year challenge only on the hive mind radio network for more information visit hivemindradio.com listen to the stephen james experience every monday wednesday and friday at 8 p.m on the hive mind radio network or watch live on Hive TV at YouTube.com slash C slash Hive Mind Radio. Ah, I bet you you won't. Come on. I
1: dare you. What are you scared of?
2: Wait. No. Don't leave.
1: And welcome back to the Stephen James Experience. I'm Dirty Irish Mike here with Mr. Stephen James. Uh, We were having a slight discussion during the music there that uh, Steven had mentioned something about he said well you were talking before he said uh, that the girl that you were seeing before last year the one that was drinking the vodka you said uh, What exactly happened with that relationship? I, I explained some things to you. I didn't explain all things to you I think now is a good time to get it on the air Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I was seeing this girl uh, last year. It's around uh, the September, August, September, and it didn't last long. Unfortunately, it was was about two months long. She was actually in the studio. Was here. Was in the studio. Uh, She was not going to be on the air. I wanted to get her eventually on the air, and I'll tell you why soon. Uh, So, uh, basically, uh, do you remember? Uh, about a month prior to us being out, we were talking about uh, crazy ex girlfriends and their breakups. Yes, crazy um,
0: ex girlfriends and the breakups.
1: So uh, this was a month before I was seeing this girl. She was number three on that list.
0: So she was number three. Oh, I wish I had the the list to remember which one number three was. Uh,
1: throwing, uh, dumping me because I threw out the garbage.
0: She was Garbage Girl? She was Garbage Girl. Oh, man, I wish I would have known that.
1: And so if any of the listeners are trying to put two and two together... Go back and listen to the Crazy Ex. You're, it's not that, though. Okay. Think about that. She's number three on that list, and then a month later I started seeing her.
0: She's number three on that list? That made you decide to call her?
1: No. Was she... The reason we don't... not are together anymore, Okay, is because her husband found out about us, and she left me. Oh. And the connection there would be that she was my girlfriend 20 years ago in high school.
0: Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I I wonder, is she going to leave the husband for taking out the trash now?
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't see her anymore. It's been several months.
0: It was a very strange thing, because Mm. I I knew what the situation was. And I knew where you were coming from. She, you had dated her for a really long time. You never truly had gotten over each mm-hmm. other, and 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 all of that. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, "All right, I'm going to see where this goes." It seemed like you guys cared about each other and all yeah. that stuff. Now what? What happened? Because it really went from like zero to sixty, and mm-hmm. then it was the oh, next day it you fucking came in,
1: imploded. It. Impl- I had to implode it. We had to implode it. No, actually, it started the night that she was here.
0: Okay. So that started. I'm glad (laughs) to know that this show can break people apart.
1: So, no, like, she's like, she has this really weird work schedule. So let me start from the beginning. Start from the beginning. Um, I remember a couple of months ago, I had posted a picture. It's we actually talk about it every once in a while. Uh, the picture of me with the your with taxi the rifle, dr-
0: your taxi driver look. Yes, my <laughs> taxi driver look.
1: So I was going to Lanigan's and they were doing uh, they were doing theme nights because they have like Thursdays is dollar drafts, but like the kids get really drunk and puke all over the place. So they wanted to try something different to get the regulars to come back in. <laughs> so they did like throwback nights. So they did seventies, eighties, nineties, and two thousands. So the seventies, a couple of people dressed up in disco. And they played '70s music, so the '90s came up. and I said, "I'm going there, right?"
0: (laughs) Oh, you just have to dress the same way. That's exactly what he did. I
1: threw on a Nirvana shirt and 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 a flannel, and unfortunately, I didn't have. I don't. I no longer have those boots. Uh, Ah, sucks. So she had actually commented on that.
0: Okay, now we had become. Yeah,
1: we hadn't seen each other and spoken in 20 years.
0: But you guys. So were she
1: Facebook, Facebook she Facebook friends me. She asked she requested to be my friend, okay. and we had there was a couple of times where a story came out, like there was a shooting by my house, and like she had posted a story about that, and I said, you know, that's by my house, and like we kind of had that communication with each other, it wasn't anything real. until I posted that picture, and she had commented like, "Damn, I miss those boots." Those were some sexy boots. They were like military boots. Yeah, they were like and Doc Martens almost. Right, they were like Doc Martens, and the way I wore them was uh, I tucked them into my jeans, kind of like a skinhead would. Yeah. But I wasn't a skinhead. Kind of
0: like a skinhead. And, right. I, I have someone to isolate <laughs> that. I mean, we're going to have to isolate that. So, you know, I kind of but, wore my but I had my, like my hair
1: was But I had my hair was, like, grown out, so I wasn't obviously a skinhead. I believe uh, Dan referred to you as
0: Eric Stoltz. Yes, I think you did. This thing said you look like Eric Stoltz.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So, like, so we started communicating off of that picture. I I still that pictures. I still have that feed on my Facebook because it's so far behind and it's so far from last year. I haven't had time to like scroll down and erase it and shit like that, but it's still up there. So, we started conversing back and forth. And she goes, Well, I want to meet up with you. I want to see you. She's like, You know, where do you want to meet up? And I was like, Well, (laughs)
0: Fucking Land. I was
1: like, well, there's a bar by my house, but if you want to go somewhere else, that's cool. You just let me know, right? So she goes, yeah, Landakins is cool. She goes, I've been there before, and I was like, really? And I never Uh saw you, right? So I guess she was in the night crowd, and uh, so she's like, uh, so we went over there, and we we sat and we talked for like ten hours. Catching up on old times. How's this? How's that? You know, she's married. She has a her daughter just graduated from Hackensack High School.
0: Wow! Go Comets!
1: So, uh, so we were we're this and that, and uh, I know I showed her something. I'm not going to say what it is on the air. That's personal between me and her. I showed her something from our relationship.
0: Something from the something that I had kept that
1: I had kept, and she was telling me that it was her
0: dirty drawers.
1: Indeed. And she's telling <laughs> me that like, her husband, the father of her daughter, threw everything away that not only between us, but everything from her life and was like, this is your new life now. Okay, and so she so was kind stuff. of like her, you know, her friends. She stopped talking to her friends and like everything. So she goes, you know, we had a really good time. I had a really good time. I want to see you again. I said, yeah, sure, no problem. She, uh, she's telling me her work schedule. She works from like 9 at night to like 5 in the morning. Okay. So it's, we have to really work around this. So I said, uh, I said yeah, sure. I said, you know, do you want to meet here again or do you want to go somewhere? It's like, where do you go? When you're she's like, well, you know, I don't really go out because of my schedule, my work schedule. All my friends are in bed or whatever. So she goes, we'll come here. We'll come here again. We'll do it during the daytime, right? Like we did this time. But she's like, but I'll do it on a day where I have a work schedule or I have to work that night. Cause I think the first time we met was on a Saturday. She doesn't work on weekends. Yeah. So she goes, We'll meet uh, we'll meet Tuesday, but I gotta go to work so we can't hang out for ten hours again. And we go out and we're talking and it's the same thing and the, we're now we're just like we're like four hours and we're the things that we didn't get to say the last time or talk about the last time, now we're talking about them, right? So the first time I, and I drank all day, but I didn't do any of the whiskey. It was just beer.
0: Yeah, just beer. Well, so I head. had to
1: behave myself. I, I don't <laughs> want her to know what she missed out on. Uh, so the second time, uh, I did a few more shots. I, well, I didn't do a few more shots. I didn't do shots the first time. So I did a couple of shots, yeah. and I did the beer. So now I'm feeling I'm feeling good, but I'm like, I'm barely buzzed. So she's like, I got to go. To work, so she was in the parking lot, and I walked over. So we go out to her car, and we're kind of—it's not really like a hug, but we're kind of like the lingering she, hold. Yeah, it's like a lingering hold, and it's nothing going on there. And it's—and I—and I even said to her the first time we were together, I said, I "Said you're married to another man now. She's on her second husband. I said you're married." You have a daughter. You have a family. Are you, I said, are you happy with your life? Mm-hmm. She said, yes. I said, I'm letting you know now that I'm not going to try and take that away from you.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to pursue I'm not going to pursue you are this. Happy this with- is,
1: I'm happy where we are. I'm so happy just to see you again, to have you in my life. I will not pursue this. So, you know, don't think I'm here to fuck you and like whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to get back with you. So we're out that second time. We're out by her car. And she kisses me. And she doesn't just kiss me.
0: She kisses you. She kisses me.
1: Got it. And she, her tongue is touching my fucking heart. <laughs> She's got her tongue shoved so far down my throat. And I'm like, whoa, like, where the fuck my is girl? this come from?
2: Okay.
1: I thought
0: but, we just discussed this. But
1: here's the thing, though. I said I wouldn't do it.
2: <laughs> so the second
1: she did that. Loophole. 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 I said, got a loophole." okay. We're good to go here. And then, like, but I kind of backed off. I'm like, what's that about? Yeah. And she goes, I really, really miss you. She goes, I loved you so much. And I just needed to kiss you right there. So I was like, okay, like, whatever. And I thought that was like a one time deal. But then we started going out, we started going places. We dated. when We were like 17, 18 like, years oh, old. Man. So we were like doing all this fun shit Chuck again. Cheese again. Yeah, like we were doing all this fun shit, and we were having a good time. And it was like we were dating again. Like we were doing dating stuff. It wasn't just like, oh yeah, that's that's my girl. We'll go out to the Lannigans and have a beer. Like we were going out shooting pool. Yeah, doing all this fun shit, and then things got a little heavier and things got a little more detailed there was heavy petting there was very heavy petting and things happen between two people and as things always do when a
0: man uh, and a woman love each other
1: mm -hmm. (laughs) so uh yeah so we spent the night in at the ramada and i called out of work and she, she called it is a good place actually and uh, she called out of her job, and I called out of my job for the next day. we spent the night, and we had a wonderful time. Uh, we went to breakfast the next morning. Mm. It was a very good, uh, it was a very good. Uh, was it breakfast or was it, it was brunch? Breakfast. It was breakfast. with breakfast. Oh, it was breakfast or thumb. And, you know, we had a good time, and everything was going well. And then she's telling me, uh, so now we're together for, like, over a month or so.
0: So this is right around the time where she made her uh, appearance on my It's just
1: before, maybe two weeks before that. Okay. She goes, I need you to do me a favor. What do you need? She goes, and perhaps this is the red flag. Uh, because she is bipolar, so yes, that happy bipolar day yes, was meant for
0: I, her. I, I I picked up on that. Uh, <laughs>
1: she is, like, I, she thought she was crazy. She was undiagnosed bipolar when we were dating, so she's like, yeah, I'm bipolar now. So I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Like, whatever, just, yeah, you know. Yeah, whatever,
0: just keep shoving your just, tongue down my throat. That's <laughs> it, yes. And, you know,
1: keep the, that fricky, thing, and I'll fricky, keep fricky, this fricky. going down your throat. Whoa. And, uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so she goes, uh, uh, She's like uh, I want you to look For a two room apartment Okay She got Two rooms She goes I want A place for us And I want A place for my daughter To crash whenever She needs to
0: Which is not unreasonable Not unreasonable at all Except for the fact that You're sitting there Probably thinking like Okay I know we're doing this thing And it seems
1: rushed But at the same time It's like
0: You've been with her You've been pining over her For like 20 years Well you I wouldn't say had,
1: pining But I'd she like always she, was, she was was a Part of your life Absolutely yeah. you no, know, there's, there's no not, doubt yeah, about that Pining's probably not she the was Right right She was like That is You always see this in the movies That was for me That was the girl that got away That yeah. was the love of my life That was the one I was gonna marry We were gonna have a big family And we were and gonna all have The perfect sudden, and American she life, is, she and came back. just it was, and now she's back, and she's still a good-looking woman. Like I have pictures on my phone that she sent me and shit like that, and uh, she looks exactly the same. She's a little bigger, you know. She's not a seventeen-year-old girl anymore, but she's not. She's not a monster. So <laughs> she's it's monster. she's fucking really dealable. She's basically
0: like, she didn't get fat and ugly, <laughs> she,
1: she, right? Exactly. Like, she got a little bit, but you know, she's she's in her thirties now, and. It's very for me, it's very manageable. She went from the hot girl that I knew to so now she's kind of sexy. It's she perfect uh good comparison. A good comparison uh, would be uh, Danny Scully was hot in the nineties. Now she kinda has that sexy with the voice. Yeah, okay. okay?
0: Yeah, Gillian Anderson, if, if she's, those of you guys don't know who the right. hell he's talking about. So
1: she's aged well, so mm-hmm. so has this girl. And all this stuff is, you know, we're going on and we're hanging out and all this stuff. So everything's going great. And I'm like, I'm over the fucking moon.
0: Yeah, you're you very- Over the deep.
1: fucking moon. I'm like, this is finally get to happen. This I'm finally going to be able to say, when someone asks who is that, I'm finally going to be able to say, that's my wife. Yeah. Like, that's where I was thinking in my head. Like, I finally get to say that's my wife and call her my wife. So we're here, and you met her, and everything was nice. Everything was yeah. fine. Good, it was good, a li- nice lady. It
0: good. was a little bit strange because I knew situation. sort of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I can't reference the person because mm-hmm. it, was, it, was it was very weird. But at the same time, I know Mike, and I trust Mike, and I trust his judgment. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I know that he's not coming from a place where he's not being a shitbag. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's an unfortunate situation. And yeah, you know, from the outside, it would seem a little scummy. Yeah. But knowing who Mike is and the situation behind it and how – it was a little different. Right. So she's on the couch.
1: She's on the couch. And before I even get to that, like, I met her daughter. Okay. And she was saying, like, she – like. She's very open with her daughter about stuff. Like, yeah,
0: so her daughter obviously. So her daughter knew what was would ask on.
1: questions, and she would say, "Well, this is what how me and Mike handled it." So she knew me from the get go. She just didn't, she didn't know what I looked like, mm-hmm. uh, and so all she knew was what she had told her. Oh, you know, I'm having. I'm, me and my boyfriend are thinking of this, and she would go, "Okay, do this. Just this be fucking. Don't be stupid about it." Yeah. So she knew like knew more of me than she should have probably. <laughs> But that was her reference point. So when I finally met her daughter, her daughter was like, "Wow, he's like, he's a really good-looking guy. Like, wow, like, yeah, okay, look, look at that guy." Look and her daughter, gorgeous.
0: Yeah, so she looked like never a young d- version of her.
1: Yes, she absolutely did. He absolutely did. Darker hair, blue eyes, gorgeous girl. Obviously, never would have. I never would have produced a beautiful child like that. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. And we were having a conversation when when she went to the bathroom, uh, so me and her daughter. And so...
0: You said, said her daughter's <clears throat> what, eight, 18, 17? She, yeah, she's like
1: 18. I think she's like 19 now. So I said, she's away. I said, there's any questions you need to ask. Now is a perfect time. And she goes, why? <clears throat> I said, okay. Which
0: said, is a reasonable which question. Which is fine.
1: Because now this is her stepfather who is been with her for 16 years they've been together that's this
0: uh mm-hmm. fairly
1: it's a fairly s- significant stable and yes. significant
0: relationship right. in her life
1: right so i said because you have no idea how much i loved your mother and i'm starting to get those feelings again and i simply simply put it's nothing against him it's nothing personal this is something that just happened and we've decided we're going to con- go through with this. Mm-hmm. So she says, "Okay, I'm not sure where I stand on that," but she goes, "Thank you for making my mother happy again. She hasn't been happy in a long time." So I'm she's telling me this and at
0: least she's <clears throat> trying to understand. Trying to understand like,
1: like dude, like why are yeah. you stepping into here and trying to like replace yeah. my stepfather?
0: But at least she asked you in right. a way where she wasn't like Coming in prejudging you as a scumbag. She's right. like, well, I recognize the fact that you make my mother happy mm-hmm. and all this. Okay. So
1: now I'm really putting it together that, like, she's – perhaps she really has been unhappy. It's called, like, Why would her daughter say something like that? Yeah. So that all happens, and, you know, our daughter – actually, when we we're leaving, she's like, oh, I had to leave. And, uh, like, when I first saw her, you know, I shook her hand. I was like, hi, how you doing? I'm Mike. Yeah. So she's leaving, and I go to shake her hand again. She goes, "Nah, fuck that. Bring it in." And she gives me <laughs> a hug. Nice. And she leaves, and I'm thinking. And that was a very, a very
0: uh, nice, a very gesture,
1: gesture yeah. a very tender moment for me because you don't know who the fuck I am. Like I'm nothing to you other than what your mother told us, told you about us.
0: So now was, you feel a little cause cause bit feeling, at ease. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. Like that was like my biggest fear was the rejection of her daughter. Yeah. Because. It was a hurdle to get over. It was obviously. a hurdle to get over. And she was like, thank you for making my mother happy. I was like, that's all I want to do is make your mother happy. It was so almost all I like an back en- then,
0: endorsement.
1: Right. It was like, that's all I wanted back then was to make your mother happy. And it didn't work out. And that's all I want now is to make her happy again. So all that stuff happens. We're here one night. And she's leaving for work.
0: Yeah. Because she had to leave, I think, in the middle of the show, maybe? It, it was, was
1: right before the show. Because she had right to travel. Right before the show. That's right, right, right before the show, she had to travel. Uh, and uh, so you know, she leaves and everything. I'm here with you. We do the show in the and middle, you're on, and
0: you're on cloud nine,
1: dude. I'm fucking happy yeah. as a fucking pig. The happiest
0: shit. I've seen you in a, in a while yeah. outside of you know
1: regular yeah. life, right? So, and everyone at the, everyone at Lannigan said the same thing. Like, you look so fucking happy. Like you're a different person. And then, <clears throat> and then, so dot dot dot. So we're here. We're doing a show in the middle of the show. I text her now. And I agree this is my fault because we had this rule. of She was like, do not text me first. I will text you. Okay. So we're in the middle of the show, and I text her. I miss you. I love you. Her husband reads it. She didn't go to work that night. She went home. She went home instead. Okay. So he sees this message on his wife's phone. So who the fuck is like, this? Who the fuck is this? So I go home. I got to see there's a message on my phone, and it's him. Stay away from my wife, I'm gonna break your fucking neck. It was a text message. No, it was a, it was a it was phone. A, it was a voice. It was message. a voicemail. Okay, so it went to voicemail. So I'm like, who the fuck is this? And it's from her phone. So I call up and he answers the phone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, Who's this? He goes, Who's this? I'm like, who's this? He's like, he's like, No, I need to know who you are. Why the fuck are you calling my wife? Why are you messing around with my wife? Leave my wife the fuck alone. And I'm like, Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs>
2: like I fuck hang fuck up yourself.
1: the phone. I just hang up the phone. I'm like, whatever. So then we're kind of doing texting back and forth and like all this shit. And he's like, stop. Then he calls me with his phone or texts me with his phone. So now I got him on my ass. And then it's just like, you know, stay away from her. And then she's like, stay away from me. I don't want anything to do with you. Don't call me. Don't text me. I'm not losing family over you. So she tried to pin. She tried to pin it on me.
0: Okay. Like you are pursuing her. Nothing happened. Right.
1: Okay. Right. And then. Like, I'm like, uh, couple, uh, like a week passes. He comes into my work. Okay. He goes, I is, just want to talk to you.
0: Which is I'm like, a, he goes, a bit of a no-go for me.
1: Right. So he goes, I just need to talk to you. I need to ask you a favor. He goes, I'm thinking of leaving her, but I want proof that she was doing this behind my back, that this was a serious thing. She's not downplaying it. Okay. She's, she's apparently telling him, no, it was nothing. I was just, we were just, you know, whatever. We were just hanging out. Right. You know? And so he's like, I want to see what you have on your cell phone, the text messages you had together. Okay. So I'm thinking, all I have to do is give him the good shit, and he's fucking out. And he's out, he's and then out, we can and do... Then, and then me and her are back again. Uh, unfortunately, <clears throat> I don't remember it very well, but we had had a conversation the night before. And again, what did I do when that woman left me? I started drinking Starting again. drinking a lot. Drinking heavy. During this conversation that I remembered later, but not until later, she said to him, I could hear her on the phone saying, I was never going to leave him. I was only going to sleep with you and leave you. And then I was done with you. I was only using you.
0: So she said that in the background.
1: While he's on the phone with me. While he's on
0: the phone with you.
1: Right. Okay.
0: So So, obviously that obviously hurt and pissed you off.
1: Sure, of course. It's like, wow, you're fucking playing me. So, like, what did I do that you would fucking, out of nowhere, just say, just come back I'm just going to come back in my life and then fucking leave me? So then, you know, I give him the stuff, and she's like, why did you give him all that? I'm like, you fucking so, you just threw me off the fucking bus. You just threw me away like I was a piece of shit. Yeah. So for a while, we were going back and forth and shit like this, and, you know, you know. I, so, I'm so goading, let, so you I'm let goading let him, him, going, dude, if you only knew the shit that I did with your wife.
0: So you, le- so <clears throat> you let him see the text messages? I let him see the stuff.
1: text messages, and during that time, there's several pictures that she sent me that he decided he was going to take pictures of it, and then he's going to show it to her and go, I have proof I'm leaving you, blah, blah, blah.
0: Okay. So He had you're, no you're,
1: intention of leaving her. He was fucking doing that to get over one on me.
0: So how is he getting mm-hmm. one over on you?
1: Because now he's got the proof, and he's not leaving her. He, wants to, he wanted to see if I would show my hand, and I did.
0: Okay. But at at the same token, it's it's one of those things where, okay, he's probably using that to keep her where she is too. Yes. So yes. have he's, you have you had any contact since then with her? Or like how did nope. the whole thing?
1: We basically end- just we basically just fucking said, you know, I wish you were fucking dead. You know, I wish your fucking first husband killed you because her first husband was a piece of shit. He used to beat and do shit to her, and I was like, you deserve that. You never deserved a man like me. And she was, I saved your life. He was gonna kill you, and he probably would have because he was a psychopath. And we just went, we just fucking blew it up, completely fucking blew it up. And that was October, mid-October, and. Haven't seen or heard a couple of text messages here and there, just to you know fucking jabbing at her because like on New Year's, New Year's was the only holiday we never spent with each other for one reason or another. Uh-huh. So New Year's, I was like, "Fuck you, bitch! This is the uh, this is the only holiday we never spent." So thanks for being my fucking liar and a traitor, mm-hmm. you know shit like that. And he texted me back, "Oh, I'm glad you're pining over my wife and you'll never fucking have her. You're fucking this and that." And that was like the last time. <clears throat> The Ballad of Dirty Irish Mike. Oh, but there is a uh, there is also something on uh, uh, an aside though.
0: Oh, an aside.
1: Did you did you nail her, her daughter? No, I would never do that. Um, I, that, I, that would be some
0: pretty good revenge.
1: <laughs> you want to oh, talk about that. some
0: fucking revenge? Oh, I agree with that. but You no. ju- imagine but showing see, that's- <clears throat> up at fucking Thanksgiving dinner and it's you. On her fucking arm, just sitting down. That at the would be table. pretty
1: badass. But holy shit, that would be badass. But if you're listening and you know who you are, I'm not going to mention your name. But like, I would never drag her into that because yeah, that's between yeah. us. That's fucked up. Yeah. Like if she said, "Hey, I want to do this just to fuck up my mom," I'd be but like, then, dude, yeah, totally, totally into do it. Yeah. Totally into it." I know. So <clears throat> there was that whole reason. There was that. There was going to be that backstory of you know she's my girlfriend twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. That I was going to bring her in the studio. But there is another reason why I really wanted her in the studio. Really? Why is that? You know how through the last few years we've made some uh, contacts and we've had some, uh, we've rubbed shoulders with uh, the likes of people in radio Uh um, who have interned. For shows, yeah, worked for shows.
0: Also, you had that uh, celebrity sighting where somebody Correct. came into your work. Right, and, right. Yeah. So we you have this. We have
1: this small little thing. Like we, we know someone who was with Ron Fez. Yeah, and obviously we know someone who was with O and A. Yeah, that was not her first time in a radio studio. Really? Mm-hmm. She was actually on the Opie and Anthony show. Really. She was she on took the
0: Wiffleball ball bat challenge? She
1: was no, she was with the guy who eventually became her husband. I think they were married at that time. I'm not sure the, the, the whole thing. She appeared on Sex for Sam 2.
0: Nice. Okay. I think you mentioned that off air, or or you were gonna mention it. You kind of like referenced I, it because yeah. you're like, I got something cool. It has yep. something to do with this. And then fucking a week later, everything
1: imploded. I'm yep. just like
2: what happened?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. So if you uh, if you <clears throat> it's 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 public domain, so you can listen to Sex public for domain. Sam too. Um, it's probably she, on YouTube. <clears throat> it is on YouTube because when she told me she did it, I was like, yeah, I gotta go find bad. out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So she does. She talks a little bit at the beginning, and then she's most notably as the woman who screamed at a two point conversion. She went ow.
0: <laughs> oh god But one the of those thing voices.
1: was uh, She said on the air that that was her first time doing anal And, and it, was well, it was not,
0: not. You're a sorry, liar honey.
1: Sorry honey <sighs> you Convince yourself you didn't But uh, yeah we did a lot of shit together
0: And it wasn't your last no. So if you're out there Right now and you're listening I don't feel sorry for you You got what you deserved You could be with a C radio star Right now you could be with a can we, can we say C now?
1: We're above D I know her husband thinks I'm a C. Oh hey, I know <clears throat> no, but, and, I think she's a C. <laughs> it's and I, I fucking treated her so good. Both times. I treated her so fucking good like she barely paid for anything. I, I took care of everything. And it was like and it wasn't like, Oh I'm the chivalrous guy. It was like that's the way I was that's, with her. Yeah, but that's just the way you <clears throat> like I It's just like I took care of her. Is, yeah. it's like I took I would wouldn't, wouldn't the girlfriend's is different than your woman. Your woman you take care of. Your girlfriend's girlfriend, like, like, yeah, you could pay for shit once in a while.
2: Let's figure you can it fuck, out. This is an
1: equal relationship. Yeah. But with her, it was always like, you know, that's my woman. I took care of her. You know, I always treated her <clears throat> as an equal in our relationship. Like, I was not above her. I was not better than her. She was, I didn't treat her as a subordinate. Yeah. It was, we we're on equal footing here. I bet and, you
0: now, I, I bet you, you wish you did. <laughs> Yeah, I did. Or maybe when it you were them. putting it in her ass, just you would have just been rough just one last time. <laughs> like, just, just for old Just time If you stage. knew what was coming, you might have just given her old donkey punch, <laughs> you know, spitting her eyeball. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, 201 come defend yourself. You have no defense. <clears throat> I welcome you to this couch to come sit down and explain your cunty actions. They are cunty. Very cunty. <clears throat> the Ballad of Dirty Irish Mike. For those of you who have been waiting to find out <laughs> what had happened, like myself included, because I knew a little bit. We yeah. we talked off the air. But you folks out there who have been following this, and, you know, one moment, because I, I got some messages, like one moment you mentioned on the air, like, oh, yeah, I'm seeing somebody, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, where did she go? It was like fucking... Uh, that somebody said is is she richie cunningham's brother like you know in the first season of happy days the oh fr- right right he right disappears like yeah. there's a brother and he just doesn't exist anymore that's what people thought like where did this broad go
1: yeah because even some people like i made the mistake of posting on my facebook i'm in a relationship yeah. <laughs> and he saw that
0: oh he's <laughs> and he, he, he was
1: like what the fuck he so was like, he was a friend on yours as well? No, he was just watching me. Oh, so that was the funny thing too. You're so, being stalked. <clears throat> and by so this people generally. and so people were like commenting on Facebook like I think Kuch and another couple of people were like that's one lucky girl, good for you, buddy, you know. <laughs> Cuz like I don't talk about relationships on this show because no. I haven't been in one for a while. So this was a, this was going to be a great new. new thing. Yeah. And the funny part is because uh he was he was following, and I figured out that like he was still following me on Facebook. He was just listening. He was like uh, reading and seeing what I was posting, right? So I decided to fuck with him. Okay. So I started posting videos that if he... At first, I started doing videos that I wanted her to see.
2: Uh-huh. And
1: for her to go, what I did was wrong or fucked up. Maybe I should like make amends. I won't be going with him anymore, but make amends. Yeah. It turns out she probably wasn't. Either that or she didn't say that she was. So I'd posted something and he texted me, you're a fucking scumbag.
0: Right? <laughs> so obviously so he, So now
1: movie. he's like looking at my Facebook post. So I'm going to have fun here, I say. So then I started posting music videos that I want him to see now. So I started posting. I did uh, Pearl Jam Better Man. Nice. Uh, She lies and says she still loves him. Can't find a better man. (laughs) So it was like, I took psychology in high school for like two years. So I kind of. So you were setting it up. I was, I was getting, I was trying to get into his head and go, fuck you, you piece of shit. Right. So he would text me, fuck you. So then I started, uh, I set up, uh, uh, which video was that? Um, Do you remember the first time by Pulp? Okay. Uh, I,
0: I remember when <clears throat> you posted that.
1: Uh, it, the line goes, uh, do you remember the first time? I can't remember the worst time. Let You know how much we've changed. Uh, hold on. The first time. I can't remember what it was. Although we've changed so much since then. Oh, yeah, we've grown. Mm-hmm. It's 20 years.
0: 20 years.
1: I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if you screw him. Just as long as you save a piece for me. <laughs> so I so you started got another post- text
0: message from him. So
1: I got another one, and then I was just like, "This is fucking fun. I'm gonna have fun with this." You know, she's out of yeah. my life now, and it's imploded. And it's like she, she. This is we, we imploded so much that like she sent me like she had vo- voicemails where she's like, "I'm so sorry," and if you ever need a friend, please let. Don't be afraid. And then that was before it blew up. Okay. So she was like, you know, I'm sorry that this happened. And, I, you know, I really wanted to be with you. And I want to be your friend. I want to still have you you in my life. Did
0: you save those? Did you save those? Maybe. We might need to play some of those on the air. To corroborate your fucking story, which I believe. Mm -hmm. But the people need to know, when they're watching out for cunts, the cunty signs.
1: See, here's the thing. When he was looking for the stuff on my phone, for her text messages. I don't really delete shit. Yeah. Um, I like to keep a history of my life. Yeah. And I'm not the this guy to say it
0: when you could go back, when you right. wake up, you know, in Ohio. Right.
1: Well, we I didn't have I that get technology it. back then. <laughs> I I get so it. I might have some of those voicemails and some of them are good. All right. So before it imploded, she was like, you know, we could be, uh, you know, I want to be your friend and this and that. And then after it imploded, it was like nothing. It was like, she actually called me. She goes don't call me don't ever text me I want nothing to do with you I wish I didn't answer it so I could have that on voicemail yeah. but and then it was I think that was right before she to- She said oh no I was only I was only gonna use you
0: we're gonna have to play some of these maybe tomorrow Uh, Not tomorrow, Friday. uh, Friday, which, by the way, coming up Friday, we've got Mr. Danny Axel and his band, August on Sunday. They will be live here on these couches playing for your listening pleasure. If there's a certain song, if you're a Sunday fan and there's a certain song you want to hear, by God, well, tweet it. Well, by God, Facebook it. Well, by God, call in. And request it. Any questions you want asked of them, for this is the first time, all three of them will be appearing on the show at the same time, in the same room, which will be fantastic. And there may even be a little bit of a surprise for you old school August on Sunday fans, uh, which would be super exciting. We've also got uh, Roy G. Biv coming up in the future. Where's, Where's my little cheat sheet? here got a lot of bands coming up. arson Wells is coming mm-hmm. up following them on April 8th. We've got the Morning War, Chain to the Dead, jauncey all the bands that appeared at the 3rd annual Stephen James Experience uh anniversary show. They will be here. In addition to, we've got the Strays, uh I believe are a special on Saturday uh coming up. Uh we also have of Clocks and Clouds on the 22nd for the very first time. I'm super excited about that. Every Friday night, there will be music, live music in studio until the month of May. I'm very excited about that.
1: I am too. Yeah. Finally, finally get some uh, get some guests in here. get some
0: guests in here, sit down. Uh, if you have somebody that you want to appear on this show, you think that they'd be a good fit uh, or, or someone who you think uh, we can just kind of fuck with a little bit. Uh, let us know as well. Hopefully we could, we'll could we be able to bring you some more and diverse guests in the upcoming future. Don't forget Sunday. It is a national holiday with WrestleMania 32 coming up. You can join myself and, uh, and the rest of the GSI crew and whoever else is sitting around uh, as we bring you a WrestleMania pre-show, pre-show,
1: pre-show GSI. So it's a pre-show to the pre-show, pre-show. So... Wow, this is worse than the Super Bowl with all the pre-shows.
0: Exactly.
1: It's going to be just as bad. One day, Matthew Ryan was at home when a terrible accident happened. It's Gary Thorne. (laughs) Yeah, right. He he witnessed a squirrel getting hit by a car, and his life was forever changed. The squirrel suffered from CTE. (laughs) (laughs) Am I the only one that's annoyed with that? Because, like, I understand you're trying to get a, a feel good story out there, but come on. It's you're a, fucking it's overselling much. it.
0: It's a little much. It is. Especially with the saturation of it. Mm-hmm. But speaking of saturating, I'm about to saturate my toilet with my urine because I got to pee. That's all the time we have on the Stephen James experience here. Uh, if you like the show, make sure you comment, leave a review. We are back on iTunes. Search Hivemind Radio Network. Uh, also on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Hivemind Radio Network. If you want to download the show, that's the place to go. Uh, let us know how we're doing. If you think we're good, if you think we're bad, something, something, facts of life, right?
1: Something, 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 dark side. Dark side, do it.
0: If you like the show, then subscribe. Do it. <laughs> All right, we're getting out of here. Goodbye. Go fuck yourself. Dirty Irish Mike got anything for the people.
1: You're welcome for that story.
0: Yeah. Bye.